0: Today's readings are Exodus 36 through 38. I want to begin with a little reminder that the Bible begins in Genesis, and so does this study. If you're new here, please visit seekingscripture.com and begin in the beginning. Rabbit Trails. There is a lot to unpack today, so let's jump on in. Exodus 36:1 lists the two men that appear to be at the forefront of the builders of the tabernacle. Their names are Bezalel and Oholiab. Oholiab had to work on that one. Now, these names are pretty special. They are building the Father's Tabernacle, which is the most elaborate tent of its kind. Each of their names has a special meaning. Belzal means shadow. El means God or Yahweh. So Bezalel means shadow of Yahweh. Oholi means tent, and Ab means father. So Oholiab means father's tent. Pretty cool, huh? Here's a fun study tip. If you're ever reading a Bible story that doesn't seem to tell much or leaves out more details than you would prefer, do a word study on the names of everyone mentioned therein for possible additional insight. Now, read Exodus 36, verse 1. Where did their skill and intelligence come from? Isn't it amazing that the father called them to do a task for him, and then he put within them all the skill, intellect, and craftsmanship they needed to carry out his plan. And these skills were no amateur ones. I believe that even if the craftsmen had done tasks like these before, they became instant master craftsmen and all their hands touched. Exodus 36, verses 5-7 through is an amazing set of verses. They read, And said to Moses, The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed through the camp, Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and more. The offerings, y'all, were so great in number that Moses had to actually restrain the people from giving. Y'all think about that a minute. Moving on to Exodus 36, 9, the length of each curtain is 28 cubits. Now, we know a cubit is 18 inches, so that tells us that the length of each curtain is 504 inches, or about 43 feet. Now, the breadth, we're told, was four cubits, so six feet. So we're reading that the curtains were 43 feet high and six feet wide panels, and the text tells us that they were all the same size. The text goes on into great detail over every aspect of the tabernacle. What should we be seeing here? Details matter to Yahweh. This is a life wisdom that should be at the forefront of our mind in all things. Pay attention to the quality of the materials wood, dyes, and precious metals used in the construction of this tabernacle. These are the best of the best. The Father is teaching us to honor Him with our first fruits, not our leftovers. These people had lived in cultures where honor and homage was given to mere idols, and now Yahweh, the Creator of all things, is going to dwell among them. A difference in attention, and honor must be paid. Now, Exodus 37, one tells us that the ark itself measured 45 inches long by 27 inches wide by 27 inches high. The covering was 45 inches by 27 inches, but we don't know the size of the cherubim on top. Exodus 37.10 tells us that the table was 36 inches long by 18 inches wide by 27 inches tall. Okay. I love y'all, but I'm done doing math for the day. You get the point. A cubit is 18 inches. <laughs> Exodus 37, 17 through 24 is a detailed description of the making of the first menorah. There is a huge menorah in Israel today based on extensive research and containing about $3 million worth of gold by today's measure. It's beautiful, and it gives you a little bit of a visual as to what this menorah might have looked like. They also have some articles that you can click on through and show you how they may have possibly built this menorah. Click here if you'd like to see that menorah and start the click through to read the articles if you'd like. But note that this is an outside source. Test everything you read against the word. Moving on, we have Christie's Random Tabernacle Info. Contributions for the Sanctuary Many of the materials the Israelites received from the Egyptians as they left were used to build the items in the wilderness tabernacle. From what we are told in Scripture, about one ton of gold was used in building the tabernacle, about 7,000 pounds of silver, and a little more than two tons of bronze. Now, notice that the Ark of the Covenant had loops in which poles would slide through to carry. This enabled the Levites to transport it without coming into unauthorized contact, direct contact with its holiness. Use of blue, purple, and scarlet throughout the tabernacle curtains. My husband zeroed in on this when we first went through our entire Bible read-through together, and those have been his favorite color combinations ever since then. In Exodus 25-27, through God gave Moses an incredibly detailed plan of exactly how to construct the tabernacle. This is the most important structure because it was to be Yahweh's dwelling place on earth. Can you imagine such an undertaking? I love seeing how attentive our Father is to details, but we see this each and every day of our lives. This is such a comfort and a wonderful reminder that every nook and cranny of our lives counts to Him, And every letter of His Word should be just as important to us. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.